0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a new episode of the Path to Partner podcast. My name is Kyle, and I'm joined here by my co-host as always, Gnarly Nate. How are you today, Nate?
1: I am fantastic. Just got back from TwitchCon, ready to get back into the schedule.
0: Yeah, so you and I uh, did a a little bit of a, I I think I was feeling a little under the weather last week whenever we were going to go to record, which I think worked out for the best because a Day after we would have been recording, Twitch started announcing new things, and I, I feel like this episode, even though people are getting it late on Wednesday, it's still a lot more fresh than it would have been had you and I just pulled something out of our traditional list right in the head, you know, right in advance of all these crazy changes. Uh, how was TwitchCon, by the way? How Was your trip exciting?
1: Oh, yeah. It was a, it was a really interesting chip. Um, there was a lot of exciting new stuff that was announced in uh, TwitchCon, which is very, very exciting for the whole thing. Um, there's a lot of mixed emotions from it, but other than that, TwitchCon's <laughs> amazing in San Diego. If you guys are going to be going to a TwitchCon, since they're going to be holding it in San Diego next year, it's definitely a very welcoming and safe atmosphere. It's probably the safest TwitchCon out there. So if you guys are looking forward to going to or looking to go to a TwitchCon, that's going to be a good one.
0: I really love that they're keeping it in the same spot and honestly this sounds so dumb but like having worked in that industry of event planning my heart goes out to the the the, the PR and the the event planning people that now don't have to go and like find a new venue every single year all the problems that I've heard in the past from Twitch cons were about them not knowing how to manage the capacity of a new space or anything so this will allow them to amplify and do much better in a singular spot. You know, I think things like BlizzCon, where they always host it in about the same building in California, or roughly, I, there's so many perks to that, especially if it's in the backyard where they can go see the site, plan for it, instead of just guessing all the time.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what PAX is. uh, PAX likes about theirs is that they were thinking about moving the Seattle one to a different location Mm -hmm. in Seattle or figuring out what they could do with it because it's kind of a small um, convention center. But they love it because they know exactly what to do. They don't have to take as many days to set up because they know exactly where to go in, get it done. Bam, boom. Finish. So I really like that. They're going to be keeping it in San Diego. It's going to be interesting to see what they do with uh, for our Europe friends here, what they're going to do if they're going to find one location in Europe or what they're going to try to do with theirs.
0: Yeah, it's it's I, I, like if you watch any of those movies or, or not movies, geez, if you watch any of the reality shows uh, where people are like panicking to event set up, that stuff's not super scripted. I mean, I'm sure it's scripted, but that's pretty real. So bless, bless you Twitch folks for, for picking a spot. I think that's going to mean it's even better next year. So I will definitely be there with you. Nate and I are going to go. Um, so anyone else out there, get, get ready for it. Now you can actually plan uh, where you're going to travel, which alone is a huge perk. So really excited let's start off i'm looking at our list i don't even have this one at the top of it but an obvious one twitch got a complete overhaul to their look uh they did not change the logo too much which i think is a blessing Uh, they even commented how a lot of people have it tattooed on them and they didn't want to make people mm, what's the word feel like they tattooed a logo on their body that's now completely not used so they were sympathetic they just gave it a little spruce up do you have opinions on this nate
1: I like it a lot. Um, so they actually changed the purple to a lighter purple and they needed to do something. It's been pretty stagnant for the last like nine years, 10 years that Twitch has been around. So I'm glad that they really came through and were like, OK, well, let's, uh, let's re-overhaul stuff. Let's try to make it new, exciting. And they, they did enough, I think. And But they, you know, they they didn't go all the way overboard to like just completely change everyone's uh, atmosphere and filling of the site. So I'm I'm really digging it.
0: Yeah, I think that's exactly it. It needed a spruce up. I didn't even, I didn't realize that it needed it until they did their side-by-sides. This new purple, I think, is a lot more eye-catching, and that's so important when, you know, the internet's already so saturated like it is now. Uh, The other purple actually looked very, I guess drab might be a good word for it. Like, don't get me wrong, I've been using it on stuff for as long as I've been on Twitch, and I've been cool with it. It's not something you really notice until you look at it, but man, when you see them, the new purple pops. The old one fades. It's kind of insane how different it is.
1: It really is. Well, it also it works really, really well with dark and light mode, which is one thing that they found out. They found out that the the really dark purple and a lot of people use dark mode kind of gets um, it's kind of hard in the eyes. So I'm glad that they did change up the purple a little bit. They actually put a whole color palette in and changed everything around. They have like. Pink is called Jiggly and they have a <laughs> they have like a Pax that's like orange, which is actually the same color as Pax. Um, and I guess like they kind of worked hand in hand with it. Oh. So I'm really I really like the new color palette they chose. So I like it.
0: Yeah, I think it's good. I'm, I'm a fan of the font. I know a lot of people are not. You're going to get your dissenters for anything, but I'm I'm just I'm overall really down with it and a compliment to them.
1: Joe, what's crazy about the font too is it's easier, I'm dyslexic, and when I was talking to one of the UI people there, it's easier for people that are dyslexic or have reading problems to read than the last font that was out. Oh, it's wow. a little thicker. And if you notice on some of the numbers, yeah. the base of the eights and the base of some of these things are a little wider. And then on the two, it's a little thinner and the the curve at the tops a little wider if you look hard enough and it's easier for people that are dyslexic to read.
0: I had no idea that was even a thing. I didn't know you could solve some of those, like, it, you know, ease it with different fonts. I, I really didn't know that was a part of it. Wow.
1: Yes, yeah, so I'm loving it.
0: Well, I think it's great. I, I was going to say a big compliment. Now, some people could see this as a detractor, but I think a big compliment is it it looks similar enough. Like, I go to the page and i'm not I'm not confused by really any of the changes. I'm not like, wait, why is this what's happening? It was a really easy and seamless transition for me, I've got to say,
1: yeah. i one of the bigger things I really liked is, As a lot of people know and a lot of people see, and there's not really a follower count on anyone's thing. You have to like literally click follows to see how many people are following them. And I actually really, really like that. I think it because I feel like if you see the number subconsciously, you're like kind of iffy about following a broadcaster because maybe they have like 800 follows or 600 follows. And then I think you're more inclined to follow someone with more follows because you know that they're more established. So I think it definitely levels the playing field somewhat to the point where you're like, oh, okay, well, I'll follow this guy. And... I I do. I do like that aspect.
0: I think it's a really interesting point. And I wonder how that's going to pan out to sponsors and things like that, because we all know if you're working with a, a tech savvy sponsor, they should put less focus on the follower amount than how what you know, what's your actual average view count? Like that's the more I would say accurate metric uh, because one of them is just you collecting accounts that maybe no longer visit you anymore. And the other is, you know, who's actually there and engaged. So I wonder if that will downplay that to some, you know, external people, some non Twitch going sponsors and, and, and fo- refocus it more on the things that matter.
1: Yeah, I I kind of wonder about it, too. I think that I still do think that a lot of uh, companies are going to utilize the actual follower count. Just kind of see, judge a little bit. But I definitely do think it removes a lot of that, um, the competitiveness, not competitiveness, but it definitely removes that like that little extra layer of uh, let people choose to follow or not follow.
0: Yeah, that's I I think you're you're probably right. I'm maybe wishful thinking in that way. (laughs) Uh, Hmm. Do you want to say anything else about this before we dive into this amazing blog post? stuff?
1: Yes. One thing, um, the change in the color over the person's uh, their view. So when you scroll over, it's like it can be purple or it can be red or, you know, you can change it. What do you think of that?
0: I've actually not played with that. Hold on. I'm going to do it now. So where is this feature? Because this is helpful to people out there. that are.
1: Yes. So the feature is going to be so you can just click your creator dashboard. Uh And then if you go under your channel, there'll be a thing called profile accent color. And you can choose any color um, on the color palette to um, make it highlighted. So when you scroll over, it's going to be like, oh, that's Uh the color that it is.
0: I just changed it. I'm really so glad, like, this is what this podcast is for. So, for anyone that's not done it again, that's, what, creator dashboard, channel, which is on the left-hand side under settings, and then it's a short, you got your stream key and preferences, and it's just two under that. It's profile, accent, color. Really cool. I like the nice preview it gives you for both light and dark theme.
1: Yeah, I'm glad that they're uh, moving into that direction because that's one issue with me designing emotes because I like well, I wear a lot of black and I like my emotes kind of have like a black tone to it. Mm-hmm. So when I like to see it um, on a on a light themed and I also like to see it on dark theme so that way it doesn't get lost.
0: Oh, fun fact that you can actually give yourself a black border for that as well for your profile color. I don't know if I like it, though. It's pretty freaking dark there. Uh, kind of just bleeds into the image. But uh, it's really cool. I like that they're giving you some actual preview from your own feed. Like, it's not just your offline screen preview or anything. It's like a real screenshot from one of your most recent streams, it looks like. Neat. Man, I like this. This is
1: good. I think they did a really good job, and the thing is, is um, I I do know that this uh, that Twitch has had a lot of this under wraps, and they just weren't sure when to push it, when not to push it, because the thing is, change always freaks people out. Mm-hmm. So if you throw something out, you know, everyone's like, oh no, what's? Happening? I mean, it's happened with space it's happened with Facebook, it's happened with any any media platform, on the internet. So I think that's why they've kind of been skeptical about it. And then after this whole like the ninja thing was a blessing in disguise, you know, he left and Twitch is like, all right, well, we have all this stuff already kind of schemed up. Let's just release it, which that's where the chat points came in into play. Actually, they already had it. They just don't want to seem like they're taking an idea from another company.
0: Yeah, it's it's they they've spent so much time not innovating, and and I, we need to go over this whenever these are published. But I wonder what the Q three stats look like. Q three literally just wrapped up, so uh, that should be coming out soon. But but Q two was not good for Twitch. I think it was a three percent overall viewership decline, and this is pre Ninja leaving. So yeah. for anyone that's felt like the platform was getting a little bit more empty, that's not just a feeling. That was a, that was a truth. That was a real thing. I wonder how big of a drop or decline it will be after ninja left but I, again as a streamer that doesn't scare me if anything it almost pats me on the back and it's like it's not you you're not crazy you're not just losing mm-hmm. your mind like literally attrition but also it's good for us because that does light a fire under twitch's butt and makes them have to innovate because again like you said they hadn't redone their theme in what like nine years that's insane who does that uh i don't know i'm happy with it like i like that they're starting to change and I think a lot of the features they've announced are really, really good.
1: Yeah, which is definitely what we're going to be getting into now that we talk about the UI updates.
0: So these are all found uh, on blog.twitch.tv, and you can go through there yourself and find it. The first one we're pulling from is TwitchCon day one, all the news from the opening ceremony dated on September 27th. So, first of all, again, they announced Am- uh, TwitchCon Amsterdam, May 2nd to 3rd, 2020. And Twitch, and they actually are giving us wow specific dates for TwitchCon San Diego. Wow, that's insane! That's September twenty fifth to twenty seventh, twenty twenty. So literally, you could book hotels now. I guess. Um, Shoot, we should be doing that right this second. Anyway, moving on. Under their grow tab, they're they're talking about how they want uh, every part of Twitch to help talented creators grow, and they're starting off with Twitch Studio. So this is basically a spin on OBS, right? Like it's its
1: own (laughs) little streaming. Thing. Yeah, the the way that they explained it at the uh, the the start, the kickoff day was that they there's a, we know that there's a lot of really great streaming services out there, stream labs, uh, stream elements, OBS, <clears throat> everything along those lines. So. With that being said, they didn't want to recreate their uh, like a, a like a, a very advanced one. They wanted something very simple mm-hmm. that has layovers that implements in a lot of the Twitch elements right away and stuff like that. So what they did was they went out and they made a very basic one that will at least get you started because that was a big problem with a lot of broadcasters is they they wanted to get started but they didn't know how so they never did so this implements a lot of easy things like as long as your camera's hooked up as long as your audio is hooked up and whatever else it just integrates it right in it makes it very simple they give you base layovers you make your own implement your own so it is a very easy thing to get a lot of new broadcasters started which is that's one of the hardest things to do is get that first step in because it is overwhelming at first
0: Yeah, it really looks like that. It looks very simple. I mean, there's not as much noise. And OBS, like Photoshop, is one of those programs that is insanely powerful if you know how to utilize it. But again, keywords, if you know how to utilize it. If you don't know, it's actually a hindrance, right? Like, for example, uh, this is even in Photoshop, this is fairly simple. But Let's just say the difference between cropping in Photoshop or flipping an image, maybe that's a good one. Flipping an image in Photoshop, like horizontal flip, can be a lot harder than it can be with using like base Mac or base Windows programs, right? They make it super simple. Same thing here where it seems like this is going to get you off to the races, like right away you can start streaming, but it's not going to have as much customization that you'll want to get into eventually as a streamer. But man, if you're looking to test it out, you're looking to get started, this seems like an ideal way to go.
1: I it's like I said, they when they showed how it works and everything, it is it's definitely a very good starting point, because the thing is, is as a broadcaster, the more you do it, the more you learn, the better you get, the more comfortable you are with it, the more you, you know, you just evolve as a broadcaster. And this is definitely a good little platform to get everyone started.
0: Agreed. Speaking of being a creator, the creator dashboard, they say we're completely revamping the streamer experience with an all new customizable web dashboard. Streamers can now easily access and customize a set of quick actions. For new streamers, this uh, includes an assistant, su- sorry. The included assistant suggests tips uh, to help them level up their streams. Eh, the, the the previous assistant thing I didn't find very helpful, so hopefully maybe that guy's going to get a little bit of a revamp too. But this thing actually seems very nice and it falls under their new uh, like design thing for the website like we just mentioned. It looks like very in line with that versus our older dashboard that kind of looks old and tired. This thing lets you customize it and it gives you a lot of quick buttons to like enable follower only mode, emote mode and you can apparently drag and drop them around so you can choose what you want to
1: be most noticeable to you is what I'm seeing. Well, yeah. What's really nice is uh, another fantastic thing. If you're an affiliate um, or oh. a partner, you get the ability to run ads. Um, it, it doesn't matter what it is. You can roll two ads. So if you have a schedule two ads, this is what you're going to roll. They will not. You won't. When someone comes into your broadcast, they will not get a pre-roll ad as soon as they come in if they're not a subscriber. So as long as you have two ads that you're running, are you like do it? And it also has a calculator. So if say like we have 800 people in our broadcast and I'm like, okay, I'm going to how much is this ad going to be? Oh, it's going to be five dollars to roll this ad. So I click the ad to roll it while I do it. Another really cool feature about it is, is that it will take up the full entirety of the stream, but your camera and what's going on in the broadcast will move up above the chat on the right hand side so you can still see what's going on, why the ads rolling. And so that way chat can still kind of be involved and still see exactly what's going on, while this ad rolls. Um, So that's a really cool feature as well
0: yeah i i think so yeah well, let's let's hop down here so again affiliates will earn uh revenue from ad shares that's insanely new um before you were just watching ads for affiliates just to benefit twitch that's crazy uh what else do we got here removing the video ads from non-affiliate non-partner channels so every video ad you see on the streamers channel supports that street that channel hooray that's great like you said you can disable the pre-roll ads that's fantastic man that is my favorite bit of news here well I think that's equal to the other one where people can actually see you alongside the ad because both of those have been driving people crazy. And I actually blame those damned pre-roll ads for part of why Twitch is declining in viewership, in my opinion. I mean-
1: well, if you think about it, people come in and they like, you know, when you're checking out new channels mm-hmm. and stuff, you usually spend about 15 seconds to see what the vibes like right. in a channel. And then when you have to sit through a minute of a commercial <sighs> to do it, it's just kind of, you know, it's 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 bad. not good. It's very yeah. bad. Yeah.
0: I do but not The cool, like cool
1: part is, is that the, the like, you know how you go in and like, say the volumes turned down on your computer and or on the, the screen for uh, for a video and you go to the next video and it's usually at the same spot. Well, the ads are usually louder. Well, now they have an algorithm. So the sound stays the same. So when the ads roll, it doesn't blast your earphones. It stays the exact same uh, volume as it did before.
0: Oh, wow. That's actually really great. I did not see that coming. That's 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 fantastic.
1: They did a really good oh, see, job. Yeah, I'm re- yeah. like, I'm really impressed with what Twitch is doing. I'm they did it at the right time. They did just enough and didn't overkill it.
0: Right. They they still have to compete. I think we talked about this before with the idea that there's still a lot of people out there that do not like Twitch as an entity, right? They're, they've never watched it. They're not into streamers. And it looks like they're trying to take down some of these barriers to entry. Uh, as well as I got some cool news I never even shared with you, but that I, I got on the phone, twitch got me on on uh, a discord call, and we're talking about how they're really interested in onboarding some of the some more people onto the platform. They're trying to talk with streamers and game developers for how they can do it. And I think it was that the call time was very timely with this sort of stuff. Like I can see things that they were alluding to but weren't saying coming through in this. like they're they're really about trying to get people more comfortable with Twitch. And again, getting rid of those stupid pre-roll ads is a great start. Or not, I mean, letting streamers get rid of them. But then also we were just talking about how you can do the picture-in-picture type of view. Uh, See both the ad and the streamer. That's insane because that is something people hate. People hate not being able to see the streamer when an ad rolls. Because I guess, you know, you don't really, you don't know what you're missing out on. There's a lot of ad there. So good on you, Twitch.
1: Yeah, I like it a lot. I really do. I really do. And then with a lot of the creator dashboard stuff, it's mostly like you like instead of it being like, you know, have to type in slash emote only mode or anything along those lines. Or like if you have to go to stream deck, everything's right there. You throw it up there. So I actually use the dashboard as my primary chat. And it just shows like how many followers I got, views, subs um who came in and stuff. So now you can rearrange everything to where you need it to be. If you need to go sub-only mode, if you need to pull like, you know, um do slow mode, RK9, any of those, everything will have its own button. It's very exciting times. It's very user friendly. We're going in a pretty good direction. I, it's it's I'm excited.
0: I'm glad. Now, this next one has me pretty excited as well. Uh, Channel Pages. We've redesigned, we are, I'm sorry, we are redesigning the channel page to enhance the viewer experience and give streamers more ways to express themselves. We shared an early preview TwitchCon, and this will begin rolling out later next year. By the way, they're actually really taking feedback on this. I saw one of the developers tweeting that he's open to all opinions on it, uh, which I thought was really nice, like to actually have a Twitch dev listening and trying to gather feedback from the community. Continuing on this, it says the new channel page will include the ability to create a channel trailer, publish stream schedules, and provide more detail to help uh, new viewers get to know you and your channel. Because right now, I hate panels, man. I hate the panels. That's what those are called under your stream, and I cannot stand them. They're disorganized. They, if you have more text in one than the other, they they, they don't hold any sort of row order. Like, less is more in some ways, but then you're also skimping on information and I don't know. I, I think this is a great start, like giving you the option for a channel
1: trailer and stuff. Hooray. That is amazing for the fact of is when I go, usually when I go to any type of convention where I definitely know I'm going to be meeting um, if it's PR for gaming companies or s- potential sponsors, anything like that. I always make about a I literally click I go live and I make a five minute clip of like I'm like. You know, my starting stream, soon I go in, I'm like, hey, thank you so much. I'm gnarly made am full time ESO slash variety broadcaster. I do my whole spiel. I show them all the fancy bells and whistles, transitions, everything along those lines, how I do it. And then I close off. But now when I go to these events, now you can make a video. You don't have to go live to tell everything what it's about. You can make a video, OBS, throw it all together. Put it up on that screen and then when someone clicks in or if you're offline and you give someone a business card, they can come in and they're like, oh, this is what the guy's about. I really like the energy on broadcast or anything along those. And then, bam, it's it's amazing and I love it. And I also love the scheduling. Uh, good job, Twitch.
0: Yeah, that scheduling tool looks really cool. So you can actually mark what days you're going to do games and it looks interesting. Like it actually visually is engaging. It's going to show pictures of the games you're playing. Uh, I think that's really nice, especially if you do have a little bit different of a schedule where certain days you focus on certain things this is just neat now only downside to this that I see is that it's not coming for so long I don't think they're planning this to like mid next year is what they were like alluding to on 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 uh Twitter and all that so I hope you know, I'm, I'm just really eager to see it as all that's that's yeah, it, we'll stop yeah. It.
1: Huge, huge thing with um the the scheduling thing is like uh, we're me and Kyle were talking, about broadcast a little bit about it. They're thinking about making it so it's algorithm based. So if you have your streaming from two o'clock Eastern Standard Time till about um two o'clock Eastern Standard Time to say uh, I don't know, like four o'clock um it will be it will throw you an algorithm so it's going to be algorithm the base they're going to use these metrics in order to help boost you or help make you easy to be discovered in certain categories depending on what game you're playing so they're definitely you know that they're working on something behind the scenes for um for the new discovery tool so that's something exciting to know about and that's why i think it's going to take a little bit longer to release
0: that makes sense i mean The lack of an algorithm is Twitch's biggest weakness because people on the internet are lazy. Like all of us, myself included, we are lazy. Uh, And so what that means often is that we have a very hard time consuming additional content uh, that's not just handed to us. That's why... People are so likely to follow, you know, the, the next video on YouTube. Like, it's and, and YouTube is pretty damn good at giving you what you want to see. They've mastered that algorithm for years. Does it work every time? No, but even Twitch's initial algorithm starts. People have come in and been like, "Oh, you recommended to me on my homepage. I like the vibe here." Even Twitch's start is already showing progress, and you know, like I, I'm, I'm very excited to see them do more with that because that's what we need. Like, additionally, with those commercials we just talked about, it's so freaking hard to discover people right now. I personally can't stand it. So, hooray, Twitch! More good changes.
1: I'm excited. I'm really, really, really excited to see what they do. Ike, I'm glad... I, I thank you, Ninja, for leaving. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know it's like a you know, but it, <laughs> there's so much good stuff coming out. I mean, like, and a lot of you guys already seeing it. Like well, our next topic, channel points mm. and stuff. People have already have seen that all these things are coming out, and we we're already starting to see. And they're testing things, figuring stuff to implement, and they're giving us the ability to set our own goals for these channel points and everything along those. So I'm like, I'm really excited about what is to come in the future.
0: Yeah, so let's talk these channel points. And I'll, again, read off their blurb here. You may have already seen these, by the way, in certain people's streams. I I guess there was a beta link. There's there's one in this, by the way, to sign up to register for it. So, again, it's go to the the blog.twitch.tv site to do it. But uh, you may have seen people with it already. Channel points. A customizable channel-specific program for affiliates and partners that that rewards loyal members of their community is coming January 2020, so we'll all have it by then. Viewers earn points for things they're doing already uh, and can redeem them for rewards like unlocking tier one emotes, highlighting a message, or rewards customized by the streamer. And they go on to say that they're, they're testing it right now, blah, blah, blah. So basically, this is in the bottom left-hand corner of a traditional desktop view of chat. It's kind of like got this little weird circular bubble-looking thing there. You click it, and it po- pops up all the streamers' uh, rewards that you can go with. And their examples include unlocking random sub-emotes, choose an emote to unlock which costs more, uh, highlight my message in chat, so on and so forth. I even demoed some, I think on the Twitter page, of a built-in customizer tool for certain emotes. So like if... If, like, Nate and I have some of our faces on there, right? Uh, emotes that are of our faces. And with this tool, you can like add sunglasses or flip the image the opposite way or something. And that has to be enabled by the streamer. So don't worry, your emotes are not <laughs> fully under attack. But if you want to have fun with some of them, like ones that you know your chat loves, that's a great way to play around with it. Let them put the sunglasses on and do fun things
1: what's cool about it is anything to get the the your your viewers interacted into the channel where they do like little things like this and it doesn't have to be over the top which that's one thing i was very very worried about um so a lot of the broadcasters you get to set your own points how many points activates what so that way you you don't have like a flood of information in your channel um which is what i was scared if they went like more towards Mixer. I can't even read a Mixer channel compared to it, and there's no problem with it. That's what platform you choose to stream on. But I really love how they implemented it in because we are in full control of it. I mean, I literally seen someone has like two thousand points, and you, this you spend two thousand points on nothing, and it just looks like well, gnarly eight spent two thousand points on nothing. Lord or Admiral Boneru, his was like. At two million su- or at two million points, he, you get perma subbed in this channel. Whoa. Yeah. So there's a lot of really unique and cool things that you can do with it. And that's just awesome because anything you can do to really get your community involved into um, into, you know, into the chat stuff. it's It's a really good feature. I'm excited about it. I'm going to be, I signed up for the beta, so I'll be testing out very soon.
0: Yay, same here. I really hope we get it soon ASAP. So one thing I'm very excited about, and this is a general sense, is that Twitch is starting to take control of things like this because channel points have been controlled by bots for so long, meaning Streamlabs does it, StreamElements does it, Joe Schmo does it, and I kind of hate that individual nature of them. I know there's a danger in letting big companies sometimes run all of your features because you get less diversity and blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, I think channel points is a system that needs to be standardized. Like, I just, it's it's always bugged me as a streamer and as a viewer. I'm like, well, I don't know what my own channel points are. Like, there have been times I've been interested in them, then there's been times I've really been turned off by them, and so I don't care. And then you'll find some random person in chat that really does care, and they're asking you why it's not... This way, that way, or the other. I like that it's now a Twitch feature because, again, it's integrated. So they can let you unlock sub emotes, which are a real perk. Sometimes it's really hard to find perks that you can give the bot versions of them, like physically mailing people stuff or, you know, maybe giving them some sort of special Discord server access level is like a reasonable thing to do with previous bots. But it's still like your best guess. Now you're going to be able to do it all through Twitch. The highlighted message thing is a nice, simple, easy spend of points, right? Like it doesn't do anything super crazy, but it's a nice way for for people to drop their, you know, their points in the channel. I, I really like this. It's going to give people that feeling of investment.
1: What I like about it is that it's also you can see your points via on the bottom of the chat. And yeah. people don't have to type an exclamation oh. mark points. And then the bot fills up the thing and it's like, this is how many points you get. And then like everyone's like, well, I want to know what points is. And then next thing you know, uh, it disrupts your your the flow of your channel. Now it's bam, it's right there. They know what their points is. They know what they need to use it for just by clicking it and everything's there. Easy access. I like that it made it smoother. I still will probably use an outside point system for certain things. Mm-hmm but i i like i really like it i'm I'm a fanboy right now
0: i think that's a seriously great thought right that you just mentioned i mean i, I using external points is great but it's going to be great but i also want to suggest one thing for all of us to think about in the future for all streamers some of us may really want to work on standardizing our point system with other streamers that we're friends with and such because the system's going to either get real crazy or it's going to stabilize itself. Like, I'm probably going to figure out what a lot of other people are doing point-wise and kind of mimic. It's just going to reduce that barrier of entry confusion from other people coming to your channel. So just my outsider opinion. Try and find out what your friends are doing and communicate on that level. Because, like, if Nate and I both have our choose and emote unlock at the same point value, then that's cool, right? I can actually see some people trolling on that, too. Just wait for them to come in and be like, Your channel emo is too expensive for free points.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm waiting for that too.
0: But I mean, the thing is, if you find like, you know, your your favorite group of five streamers that you guys host a lot and do all that other stuff, uh, and you guys have about the same levels for points, not saying you have to have the same, but if you're approximately the same, that makes it really nice for your communities to pop in and do different things with each other and relate it out. So just my thoughts. Speaking of trolling, mod ModView's coming. We're introducing mod view, a new customizable channel mode to help mods do their job more easily. It includes all the tools mods use today, a new one that allows them to quickly take action on messages flagged by AutoMod. Uh, let's see, see which mods are online and includes a log of all moderation actions on the channel. We'll begin rolling that out in spring. Heck yeah!
1: I'm excited. Uh, if you see the UI for it, it's very, 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 very amazing. It's like so you can choose how big the broadcaster you're modding for is channel size or their, their their image. So even if you are a viewer, you can pull that up and you can have it and you can watch and everything's there. Everything's super easy, clickable. Everything's it's right at the fingertips. It, may, it honestly makes me want to be a mod just to play with it because it looks amazing how they have it set up and it just everything you need and that's where because they they recently did that update about a year ago where you can click on someone's name and you can see you know their These messages that they say and everything along those and where they've been banned and stuff like that now it's so much easier i even think they implemented in a thing where like when you're going to time someone out it's a lot easier to put in a custom timeout a purge and stuff along those so i'm very very excited for mods in general because mods are the backbone of twitch man because some Sometimes we need them when I'm not like even that's why I have mods, even though I don't use mods a lot. But sometimes I do need them there just to, you know, have my back a little bit. So I'm really excited for what they have uh, put out for the mods. Like it looks fantastic and they could have made it look all janky, but they did such a good job.
0: Yeah, I really like this. I think this is gonna be nice. I'm curious to hear what my, I know some of my mods aren't super duper excited about this, but I I hope they'll warm up to it because it, I mean, I'm looking at it right now. I zoomed in on it. It's very cool. I like that they're trying to encourage like that mod chat thing on the, I think that's mod chat on the left hand side of the image. It looks like there's like a, I think that's maybe a drop down of the other mods that are there. I'm not sure.
1: But- I didn't get too good of a look at it. I think I think they do have a their own separate chat where they can ah, communicate with each so other. Awesome. So they're like so it could be like, hey, is this guy being a shit lord? And no, he he was cool. He was in here the other day and they were like friends. Because if I'm, like I say a mod was there that broadcast. So they have their own little separate thing. It makes being a mod like more of a like a vip feeling than just another person communicating in chat so it's really really awesome that they incorporated a feature like that i I don't know if it includes a streamer if you have a dashboard connection that would be awesome too
0: yeah i i think that'd be really smart for us to be able to see mod chat too now i don't know that i'm actually seeing that mod chat we're talking about i see the queue there's mod actions all kinds of stuff i will say this to twitch if anyone out there twitch wants to listen uh mod chat needs to be permanent it can't get wiped that needs to be a log that stays there forever so like if they're talking in a mod chat channel that thing needs to be a perma channel and give it an easy to search system because uh that's what we use discord for right like my mods have their own channel in there and that way we can easily search the person's name like was this person being a shit lord before like we had to flag someone the other night my mods I, i glanced over and they're like so-and-so's back and i had forgotten that so-and-so was a shit lord and so i was like oh good call out you guys thank you yeah okay let's see if anything else to say on that one before we move on down our list
1: no that's fair. i i'm so excited just they see it and play with it and get a better understanding of it
0: uh, I'm going to I'm gonna read this one, but I'm going to let you talk about it because you have a much better idea of this than I do. So under the subheading of Thriving on Twitch, subscriptions on iOS. So this is specifically for iPhones, not Androids. Starting in October, viewers on the Twitch iOS app will now be able to subscribe to their favorite streamers. iOS viewers will be able to purchase individual or bundle tokens that they can redeem for a tier one subscription to the channel of their choice for up to 12 months. Subscribers will receive all of the same benefits, like custom emotes and access to sub-only content, and streamers earn the same revenue.
1: And I'm I'm very interested. And for a lot of the Android users, like what wasn't over Android? It's it's because the the stores run how much they charge off of certain things. So, and or the reason why we haven't had, you know, it seems super simple to add subscriptions to it. But it would be like iPhone or the Android or the Apple store would take like $2 Mm -hmm. and then only $5 would go to Twitch. Then that, you know, then we get our cut from that. And, um, it's a lot harder to go around than a lot of people expect. So they made it. So it's still only $5 and they buy a token and stuff like that. I think they're still working for stuff on Android. It's just a little harder to achieve through Android than it is iOS. But the really, really cool part about, um, the really cool part about the whole subscription thing. and what, But one thing I really want to know is, you know how it's like a year subscription. You give them and, and they get it for over the whole the entirety of the year. Yep. I wonder if we get all that money at once or we get it spread out through the year. Because it would be if someone comes in like, hey, here's 12 months of subs. And then, you know, like everyone drops a 12 month sub thing. And then the next month you are sitting at zero dollars. Like how that would really pan out for us.
0: Ooh, I didn't think about that side of it. I was actually thinking on the uh, morale side of it. How if someone sees somebody sub they're more likely to sub too is my my thinking about it that's why we're gonna to talk about something uh, coming up here soon like the hype train idea uh i think these people need to be able to share it every month so i'm also hoping that the revenue comes every month
1: not hmm. i'm hoping too. that would be really cool Is i'm just it'd be really interesting if someone's like yeah i'm definitely gonna sub to this guy for a year and then they're like well you know now i can't do it and then like the the, you know or like maybe something happens they don't watch and just kind of rolls out so it's gonna it's going to be very interesting to see the the in-depth look at it instead of this like surface look so i'd be i'm really interested in seeing
0: and i have a negative question about this too on a downer note um if someone I, i i think twitch is twitch is a final sort of system they don't refund you as a user if you buy anything so i imagine i know the direction this will go but if you buy a year's subscription to a streamer and you hate that streamer a month later, you can't pull that money back, right, Twitch? I'm hoping you can't. Like, it shouldn't be that way. You know, we don't want people yoinking money out as, like, a trolley maneuver sort of thing. Like, in the past, we've seen that happen a lot on Twitch. Not with Twitch proper, but with, like, PayPal and all that stuff. So, you know, but it also... hmm I mean, what... I, I
1: the- think... Now that you said that, I think Twitch will make it so like even though you do the 12 months, you can pull out. And then I think the tokens come out. So I think they have the whole like everything's in their like in their the Twitch bank, you know? Yeah. And I think they could sub and that they're there. But I think they had the ability to pull because I don't think Twitch would be like set someone in there for that whole time if that makes any sense
0: right that's actually kind of i was gonna say i wonder what happens like if you're you know you do a year sub to your favorite streamer and then they just stop streaming the next month but at the same time if they're gonna do that if it's the system like you're saying that you can remove your token and it goes back into your wallet then that implies to me that the streamer will get paid out for however many tokens they have at the time of payout
1: yeah, I'm hoping that's what it is because we, the, the, you know, like getting all that money is fantastic, but definitely getting money every month instead of like one lump sum at one time. It would, you know, because we we need that money to pay rents and stuff, you know? Oh,
0: yeah, it's I mean, it's a huge facet of the platform. People forget how... um like how how volatile income it can be for streamers you know like for example for me disclosing my last month wasn't so great my month before it was super freaking solid this next month wasn't so good because a lot of people have moved away from Nate's and I's game and so I haven't seen a lot of friendly faces now this system could help with that too because I just someone on Twitter was saying Kyle I'm so sorry I haven't been to your streams in like a month or two or whatever Uh, some people may be more likely to subscribe for a year and be happy to do that, right? Like myself, I still run some monthly subs that continue over month after month, and I don't really go to their streams that much, but I want to support them as a friend and as a creator, and I'm cool with that. But then other times... I mean, I shouldn't say about other times, I should say. And that happens with other people as well. They're like, I still want you to succeed. Like, I'm still rooting for you. I just don't use the computer anymore. You know, I just don't really have time to watch streams or blah, blah, blah. So I think this is a really great system. And anything that makes a streamer's income more steady is a good thing. I mean, that's that's Twitch, Twitch I think, needs to figure that out if they want full-time streamers to thrive.
1: Well, yeah, I I think the thing is, is we thrive, they thrive. So I think that they're trying to, I think they realize that. And that's why they're implementing in all this like ad revenue, scripts via iOS and everything else, trying to make it easier for us to keep uh you know keep rolling and stuff along those lines
0: yeah because we, we are at the bottom of this i think this article here so i, I guess that's a good time to pause and say yeah the uh because last one's the ads that we already talked about um and maybe we cut Do you want to cut this episode here basically nate and i are recording two episodes tonight we've got we're at about 45 minutes on this one so we're going to pick up on our next episode i think as long as you're cool with it nate we'll uh jump yeah. in on
1: absolutely and then we'll- yeah and then so we can do that i am okay with that
0: so my parting words for having summarized the september 27th article is yes sounds like twitch is taking down the barrier for new people coming in working on some retention things with channel points uh, making it easier for streamers to start out which is good and also it sounds like they're trying to stabilize income a little bit which is also very good those I think are some of the biggest things we're facing these days, right?
1: Like it really is. They're 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 trying their best to get small broadcasters large, which is what they they it, we wanted something and we wanted it now. It didn't take oh, they you know they had to do process work through the processes, but I think they're delivering what we want.
0: Yeah. I think, like you said, if if they want to if they want to keep being a platform, if they want to sustain themselves, i th- I hope that Twitch is starting to learn they can't put all their eggs in the top streamer's basket because maybe that was a really great lesson that they learned from Ninja, too. I'm really hoping that was not just a passing fad, and everyone forgot who he was the next day because they happened to delete his page or whatever <laughs> happened. But, like, uh, I'm hoping that they learn from this that, yeah, you they need to start pushing the bottom of the platform up because people do stop streaming too you know it's not like you're gonna get I don't think a ninja is just gonna stop streaming but you do have some of your 5,000 viewer streamers that do just stop they're like you know what I don't like it I'm done and they're gone and or even smaller ones you know someone that pulls in 200 viewers per stream which is a lot smaller than a ninja uh that person still generates quite a bit of money from the plat or on the platform, and there's a lot of those people, right? There's a lot more 200 average viewers than there are, whatever he was at 10,000 plus average viewers, hundred whatever. I can't remember his numbers, but it, they need to appreciate those people too. And it seems like this is in motion to kind of do that. At least I'm hoping.
1: Yeah, that's what is seeing. That's what I'm visualizing right now. Is I feel like they are. Um, I think they're realizing because I mean, even when you look at a broadcaster like us, like. If we have like what our income, we double it and they take that we're making a salary like a like a livable salary and we're giving them half of it. You know, so like I I think they're realizing that they're they with they can make everyone happy, everyone successful and like grow as many broadcasters as possible will be good. So. I like it.
0: Yeah, great way to say it. Thank you, Twitch, for taking people's advice in in stride and and my hope for the future, uh, the, for their next year's goals. I really hope they work on getting more people to the platform. That's going to be a goal. That's something that we cannot exactly do as the streamer. Like, we are there, and our job is to catch you when you land on the platform. So I think, from again, from that little call I had that I can't disclose, like, real details, but I can say... They're really eager to work with game developers to try and get people onboarded because I think it's the game developers that are really the ones that they're counting on now a bit. You know, people like Elder Scrolls Online, they have tied a lot of their product into Twitch. And that's great because it gets people that wouldn't go there onto Twitch. And then we as the creators catch them and welcome them into our communities and try and make them have a great time, which in turn... Should be the completion of the cycle where the game developer puts in time to get them on Twitch. Twitch sends them to us. We get them and then we, you know, keep them in the gaming community as a whole, you know, build that, 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 well, community. And so hopefully <laughs> they f- get that cycle off and running for the next year because it sounds really exciting. Okay, Papas, let's leave, let's leave everyone here and let them, let them do their thing. Um, this has been, again, the September 27th. Uh, recap and we're going to be back next week even though we're recording them both in one night we're going to be back next week when we talk about the uh, September 29th one because there's more news they release we're going to talk in in further detail give you guys more thoughts on it Nate why don't you tell people where they can find you all across the internet
1: perfect I'm gnarly underscore Nate at twitch.tv slash gnarly underscore Nate and on Instagram and Twitter it's gnarly underscore Nate TTV and I hope to see you guys next week
0: Ooh, and Nate and I are going to be pushing ourselves to do more tweeting and discording and stuff like that. So honestly, f- we, yes, we're going to try and get the show up on YouTube, too. So um, maybe that's something we can do in the future is we'll, we'll start a group of people that pushes each other to uh, to be more active on social media. We can start our own exercise group, but for tweets. I'm down with it. Let's do it. Uh, So, yeah, if you guys want to join my Discord, it's discord.gg forward slash KDS. We're in there chatting and trying to get the conversation rolling. I'm at twitch.tv forward slash Kyle Dempster Studios. Stream on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday starting at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. This weekend, we're into, um, if anyone out there knows the game Seven Days to Die, they have us as early access streamer stuff for their new updates. That's going to be fun. Do some giveaways and things. Uh, twitter.com forward slash kyle dempster stu and if you want to email the show it is path to partner at gmail.com so until next week everyone enjoy your oh we also need to tell about the twitter account going i say enjoy your, your your adventures on twitch but i also want to say go over to what is it? twitter.com uh, forward slash path to partner and lamely it is a partner with an actual two in there so path Two is the number, two partner. Uh, We'd love to have you follow along there and we're going to start getting a little more active on that Twitter account as well. So see you all next week. Bye-bye. Are you anxious for the work week? Do you lose some of your days off to worrying? Our new sponsor, Sunday Scaries, is here to help you take the edge off, chill yourself out, or endure lunch with your extended family. Sunday Scaries products are made with the highest quality, full-spectrum CBD sourced directly from family-owned hemp farms in Colorado. There's no THC in their products, so while you may experience a mild and calming euphoria, you won't get high. Head to bit.ly forward slash KyleCBD and use code Kyle for 10% off each and every order. Now, this doesn't apply to subscriptions, but each and every time you check out, you can use the code Kyle. It's a multiple use code, saves you 10%, gives a massive kickback to the show. So head over to bit.ly forward slash KyleCBD and use code Kyle at checkout. I love Sunday Scaries products and I hope you will too.